Hi, my name is Elizabeth Crabtree. I am a painter, photographer, videographer, and sculptor based in St. Louis, Missouri. Some of my work has been featured at local galleries, including installation and performance art pieces. Basically, if I can add color to a two-dimensional or three-dimensional space and it speaks volumes to the subject matter at hand, I will. Well, I guess I've always been creative, even in childhood. I've got a pretty eclectic background when it comes to my work history. I have been a lifeguard, a florist, and a marketing researcher. I also have degrees in theater and psychology. But I guess the one thing that drives me is just learning about people, what makes them tick, and trying to make people think about themselves. So when I finally decided to commit to being an artist and change my entire life around that path, I had this idea for a show, and it, it burned in my head for well over a year. And I wanted a show all about women and the roles that they have in life. I find that a lot of women, when I talk to them, they are constantly trying to balance out who they see themselves or how they see themselves and the roles that they have in life. I'm sure that's true for men, but I can only speak from my own perspective. So now I'm collecting all these interviews and the experiences that women are sharing, and I just can't wait to see where this project is at in 10 years. You're going to hear interviews from women from all walks of life that turn into these intimate and intense conversations about what it is to be a woman. Hi, I'm Joanne Watkins. Um, and you describe yourself as a teacher. Yes. Um, tell us about your career and your industry and all the things that you do. Oh boy, how much time do you have? Because, uh, you know, uh, I've been teaching for this will be my 12th year. Um, majority of my career, I've been teaching fourth grade in the Beckham R5 school district. Uh, but this past year, um, I was fortunate enough to be an art teacher. Um, I passed my art test uh, after the second time, and uh, it just kind of fell in my lap. Uh, my principal uh, pulled me in and was like, hey, uh, I hear you just got your art certification. Would you like to teach art next year? I was like, oh, yeah, that would be great. Uh, so it's it's been wonderful. Um, I feel like I'm that teacher for a lot of students um, to support them and to be in the, their best selves. Because um, a lot of them don't have that support at home. And so I just kind of foster them into being that, whatever it is, I help them uh, achieve that. That would be that our careers define us or we define ourselves. Either way. I feel like your career doesn't necessarily define you, but it takes a glimpse into who the person is. But I feel with me in particular, that's just the surface because uh, I'm also a full-time artist um, as well. I don't like to, certainly don't like to be put into any box by any means, but because there's a lot of different facets 
I, I, I think that your career uh, can define you in certain situations, uh, but with mine being um, an art teacher, like it helps people like see where my passion is, and that is also a good conversation starter, but it definitely doesn't define who I am. What other roles do you have besides what you described as, as far as your profession? Um, I also am the president for a nonprofit, City of Night, St. Louis. So I have that role. I'm also an artist. I don't know what other roles I, I have. You wrote down that you've already talked about it, that you're creative. Yeah. And that's all that you're cool. Do you have, do you feel like there's any other roles you might be from, like a personal connection with certain people? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a good friend uh, to my friends and family. Um, I have two nieces. I'm also a free babysitter for all my closest friends. So I'm, uh, I only have two like blood uh, nieces, but I'm Aunt Jojo to many children. I feel um, all my friends' kids, you know, it's just like their family to me as well. I have that role, and then friend educator and artist. I feel like that pretty much sums it up. Which one of those roles do you think best defines you as a person to your most inner self? Inner self would probably be my art, just because, I mean, that's something that comes directly from me. That's tricky because also being an educator is what has defined me for a while, and me doing my own personal art is something that's only really blossomed the past couple of years. So that's just like another, it's, it's another, um, just like things into it. But so I'm going to go with artists would be the most defining aspect. You know, we asked you earlier on that, what your ideal career or job mm-hmm. would be. Um, you said you have a pretty sweet gig. Is there anything, you know, as an artist, um, is there anything else that you wish to be, or like what do you need to work on to become more like ideal, whether it's yeah. or you as a person? I like to always be ever evolving and becoming uh, my best self. It's something I always strive for. Um, we actually were just doing leadership training uh, yesterday at school, and it was all about you know what is your passion, this and that, and. It was interesting because they were using a paintbrush and like the paint and I like started to tear up because I'm like, I would be really happy just being a full-time artist and maybe doing like after school activities and teaching kids. I would want some free things just because, um, working with children in poverty, I know like there's, there's a lot of kids that can't afford that and maybe that could be, um, some grants that I get to that would help me be able to give back to the community in that way, too. So I would still be able to be like, oh, I'm still an educator, but I also have, you know, that tied in, too. And my ultimate goal is to be Ursula in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> so that will happen. Stay tuned, because that will, that will happen eventually. I just uh, need to get my headshots done and start auditioning. Luckily, I know some people that are in the theater community already, so I have like some connections. I just need to take the jump and just do it. So you talked about some things that are like tangible tasks or items to complete in your head to those, those goals or the person. Mm-hmm. 
for you recipes. Um, are there intangible things that you feel like are a limitation for you? I mean, I think that we all have like those little voices that are like, oh, well, maybe you can't, but um, I usually will just tell that person to shut up because if I want to do something, I will achieve it. Um, I feel like I've, I've proven that throughout my life. I've overcome a lot. All I can do is try. If it doesn't happen, that's cool. Maybe something else is supposed to transpire from that. Maybe I don't get that role that I want, but I sure can make my, you know, little nieces and nephews smile when I sing the song for them. So even if it's just that, that's cool too. But yeah, that might lead to another role. Maybe they're like, well, you know, you might be a fake rehearsal, but maybe we want you for something else. You know, you never know where life is going to take you. I just try to enjoy the ride. I mean, I feel as a woman, there are, like, of course, like, that would be, you know, the stereotypes and things like that. I notice it the most, like, if I am having trouble, like, with my car or something. And, like, I will talk to, like, my dad or uh, my friend Ron and know what I'm talking about. And I will talk to someone about it and they will still treat me like I don't know what I'm talking about. And things like that can be frustrating. But other than that, I don't really let those things bother me. I just am glad I'm not a person like that that would treat someone that way. So I just think of it like that. At least I'm not that person. <laughs> so, um, Have you ever had time in your life? I mean, you kind of gave me some hold the car, but have you ever had time in your life when someone has to try to define for you? Yeah, I mean, there's also that, like, you know, social stereotype of, like, this is how a girl should look, and, you know, things like that, and, you know, I'm a full-figured gal, um, so, like, I definitely don't fit that stereotype, and, like, that was hard growing up because I was teased, and then, um, and I would make some unhealthy choices in order to achieve, like, the ideal body type. Um, you know, I would throw up, I would excessively work out, and then something clicked one day and I was like, is this worth it, me hating myself and, like, doing these things? And, like, looking back at the pictures of, like, when I thought I was, like, you know, big or whatever, I was like, no, I was beautiful. I might have looked unhealthy because I was skinny, you know, like, too skinny, but, like, no, and so as I've gotten older, like that's why I just don't really worry or fuss over it because I'm like, I know ten years from now, I'd be like, what? You know, why, why, why worry about that stuff? So you just have to embrace it and love yourself and go for it. Um, and the right people will love you for that. And if those that don't, then uh, I don't really care. Two questions for you. Um, one, well, you've already touched upon it, but again, just want to see. If you had to decide, like, womanhood, what does that mean to you? Uh, it's a very lofty question. Womanhood. I'm a big believer that a woman can be whatever she wants to be. Like, I know that most women, um, you know, the stereotypical is going to be, like, warm and nurturing and caring, uh, which I am those things, because uh, my mom will be like, are you going to have kids? You know, like, you know, trying to, like, rush me into having kids, and... You know, I joke, I'm like, I have like 200, 300 kids, you know, because they are my kids. Like, I just ran into one today when I was um, out selling, 
and she was in the principal's office, and I got after her. I was like, you're one of my kids. You need to step it up. You know, because I, I mean, I do. I look after them. And so I may not have a, a child that lives at home with me, but I do take care of a lot of people. Um, but that doesn't necessarily what makes me a woman. I, I, I feel like womanhood would be what you make it, really, whether it's you have children or you don't or whatever career you want to do, go for it. Thank you for listening. I just want to say a special thank you to all the women who volunteered their time to make this project possible. Uh, this was produced by Dale Bruni. Special thank you to Tyler Hawthorne for all his time spent on the interviews. This was produced at the Jeffco Art Coalition and the Nest of Cryptic Queen Photography. If you want to check out more of my work, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Sanguine Tree. That's S-A-N-G-U-I-N-E Tree. Also, if you want to check out some artistic events that I host and get involved in creating your own artwork, check us out at 30proofpainting.com or at Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest at 30 Proof Painting. Love my crabby apples. Until next time.